Today, I'm gonna to answer another subscriber question, someone asking about the fastest way to get good at copywriting. So, says Roy, what's the quickest way to get copywriting chops and get consistently paid with them? How and from whom did you learn your copywriting chops? Thanks, Jay. So, uh, before, we, before we actually dive into the writing portion of this, I want to talk for a moment about the old school secret to becoming a great copywriter. And I know that a lot of the classic copywriters, a lot of the people who you think of as like the OGs of copywriting, they went through this same process. And this is very different than what is recommended for most people today. But it's also something that helped me. And so I want to be very clear about this. The old school secret to becoming a great copywriter is not doing copywriting. It's actually doing one-to-one -one selling. So it's, it's having conversations with prospects and trying to sell them something on the phone, in person. Like when I, when I was in college, one of the things that I sold was newspaper subscriptions. And I was in the telemarketing department, but also during the, um, during the time I was in the telemarketing department, we launched this, this kiosk program where we set up a little stand at stores and we did free sampling. We handed out a free paper. And obviously if someone already gets the paper, they're gonna say, no, I get it at home, right? But if they take it, then it's the beginning of a conversation about, oh, um, how often do you read the paper? Do you get the paper at home? All of that. And then you can make the pitch to sell them on the newspaper. And that was actually one of many different scenarios that I've worked in where I had to do some level of selling. And it is a great learning gra ground for copywriters because ultimately copywriting, you know, going all the way back to Claude Hopkins, uh, he says copywriting or advertising is salesmanship multiplied. I like to say sales multiplied through media today. And if you understand sales, then it's just a matter of putting sales messages into media. And that's what a copywriter does. If you are a writer and you pride yourself on writing and being a wordsmith and being clever, well, you're taking the focus off of the sale, which is the important place for the focus to be as a copywriter, and you're trying to put the focus on yourself as the copywriter. And so writers don't always make great copywriters, but salespeople pretty much always do. And I'll take a salesperson who has less writing ability, who writes in a much simpler way, over a, you know, somebody who's a writer, even though that's my background too. Like I come from a writing background. I used to pride myself on writing that was like flesh Kincaid score of 20 or something. Like as long as it was above my grade level, I was happy, um, which is ridiculous because that means that the writing is not readable. But, you know, somebody that prides themselves on their writing versus somebody that prides themselves on their sale selling, well, the person that prides themselves on their selling is more likely to be a good copywriter. And that's why so many of the classic copywriters that you hear about, that you know about, spent so much time doing some kind of one-to-one -one selling. The fastest way to get good at copywriting, just like the actual craft of writing copy, is to write a lot. So, for example, me doing daily emails has been incredibly beneficial to my copywriting, right? Uh, what a lot of people do, and I highly recommend this, is get a job where you write a lot of shorter copy, um, and it gets tested a lot. So I was just talking to a highly successful younger copywriter. He's maybe... 
uh, late 20s, about 30. And he said one of his first copywriting jobs, they actually challenged him to write 200 Facebook ads per month. Now that's a lot of freaking copy. That is a lot of Facebook ads. But what happened is he would write all of these Facebook ads and they would get tested. And when they got tested, he would know that works, that doesn't, that works, that doesn't. And if you have 200 data points a month coming in about what works and what doesn't, you're going to learn pretty quickly. You're going to be paying attention, you know, as long as you are paying attention and you're going to get great at copywriting. And so my favorite path for people who are brand new to copywriting is to find an opportunity like this. And in fact, uh, Jake Hofberg often taught that if you want to get in the door at a direct response company, one of the best ways that you can approach them is you can say, do you have any overflow short copy? Um, and basically what he's saying is, is you have writers who are focused on the important core copy that you put out. Maybe it's VSLs, landing pages, whatever. But in order for those to be successful, there has to be a bunch of traffic driven to it. There has to be, um, you know, emails sent out. There has to be ads written. There has to be advertorials, et cetera, right? And uh, a business like that does not necessarily want their top copywriter spending a bunch of time writing a ton of Facebook ads or advertorials or whatever. And so they hire a different copywriter to do that kind of work, that kind of short copy work. And that copywriter does not have to be as skilled as the one who has to be able to write, you know, 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 words that take someone from very low awareness of the product or service or even the solution that's being offered in the marketplace all the way up to pulling out their credit card and spending money. And so my favorite path for new copywriters is to offer to do that kind of short copy work for businesses. Uh, and, and the more volume you can do, the more effective you will become as a copywriter, especially if you are getting data on how it performs. Now, the worst path to copywriting success um, is, is really this like, I, I see this over and over again in the market. Copywriting is often sold as a business opportunity and it's sold like as a magic pill. Okay, if you buy my program, then tomorrow you're going to be a six-figure copywriter. And that's bull. Like that, that, no, that's not how copywriting works. The worst path to copywriting success is somebody who is selling you copywriting as a business opportunity or you are buying copywriting as a business opportunity and copywriting is just the flavor of the day. You're just chasing one pre-built business opportunity after another and you don't want to do any work to actually do the skill, to actually learn the skill, to grow yourself, to become a good copywriter. The worst path to copywriting success is just buying the next program and hoping it's going to make you successful. Being stuck on that one teacher who you believe is your secret to success. I'm, I'm often, you know, I, I came up uh, writing copy and being a public face for one of the big copywriting training companies. Um, I'll just say it, AWAI. And some people, when they go to AWAI, they just get stuck on AWAI's content and that's all that they want to do. And for me, that was never the case. Like AWAI was, uh, like I, I really respect the people there. They really have your best interests in hearts, at, at heart. AWAI is also, um, only one place where you can learn copywriting. And I have an entire bookshelf full of copywriting books that are not from AWAI, plus a bunch of resources from AWAI there. 
And really, I consider that broad knowledge, that broad learning to be essential to my total success as a copywriter because, you know, I didn't get stuck from one teacher. I actually learned from everyone that I could. So my personal path to becoming a successful copywriter, um, I'll go through this just really quick because I, I realize, you know, I've been talking for a while. So I discovered copywriting through a book called The Well-Fed Writer. I don't necessarily recommend it often, um, but it was the place where I discovered copywriting. He really emphasizes being a commercial writer. He doesn't like direct response. I read it and I'm like, oh, those people that you kind of talk down about that are the direct response people, that's the place that sounds most exciting to me. And so I went down the rabbit hole of direct response, but I always have to give credit to that book, The Well-Fed Writer, as a book that, that influenced my entry into copywriting. Like I was... I was working at the local gas company in the customer service call center and um, it, like it was just my first full-time job out, out of college. It didn't pay well. People just yelled at me and it was pretty terrible, but I had time between calls where I could read. And so I read that book there and then within three or four months, I got a, um, a job. It started actually doing a little bit of freelance work for a company where I was gonna be moving across the country and working in office with them. Um, that company was this IT training company that sold online. They weren't really direct response, but they did allow me to apply direct response principles and strategies uh, as long as it fit within the techniques and tactics that, um, that the owner of the company thought looked great for an IT training company. And so um, I worked for that company for four and a half years. I did a lot in marketing there. I learned database marketing. I learned to analyze their, their database. I learned to create offers. I learned uh, all sorts of, like I experimented with all sorts of different marketing. I created funnels. I bought traffic. I was managing like $40,000 a month in traffic for a while. I, um, I, I created entire consultation funnels for them back when consultation funnels weren't really a thing. And um, then... I moved over to sales because I kind of maxed out what I could earn in marketing. So I spent about the last 18 months um, selling IT training, using all of my marketing skills and database marketing skills to generate leads and generate prospects for me. Um, while I was doing that, I did some mixed freelancing. I worked with David Bullock, my first freelance client. I worked with Ken McCarthy, um, the, the, the guy who did the system seminar, which was like the place to go for internet marketers. I, I worked with all these different... Um, companies and just kind of learn the game of freelance. And all of this was just about doing a lot of work as a copywriter. Then I connected with AWAI. My first year as a full-time freelancer, I did a lot, like the majority of my income came from successes with AWAI. Uh, then I transitioned into financial. I was very successful doing that. Um, along the way, I worked with, you know, Katie Akel. I worked with Mark Ford. I worked with, um, let's see, David Galland was He's an incredible copywriter that you probably don't know about, uh, but he sold about $4 billion worth of, uh, he's generated about $4 billion in response, including investments in mutual funds. Ended up working with Clayton Makepeace for a while, had my copy reviewed by uh, Dan Kennedy and Gary Bensavenga when I wrote the Titans of Direct Response letter for Brian Kurtz. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been this path where I've tried to get as much experience as possible across the board. I, I did get very intentional even from the very beginning that I was going to become a direct response copywriter. And so as you can see, like I focused and, and grown more and more focused through the years on making sure that I'm writing copy that generates sales results, business results, leads, customer sales and profits. And 
these industries highly value that. And so that's led to a lot of success there. I don't know, you know, how useful that is, but it certainly shows that, you know, I didn't just show up and pretend I was a copywriting expert. I, I was doing this for a very long time. I had about nine years experience in copywriting before I was even willing to publish my own breakthrough marketing secrets. And, um, you know, some days I still feel like I am a total rookie. I'm still learning. And some days I, I feel like I have a lot to share. Um, so my call to action for you from this episode is ask yourself, how can you use this? How can you use the fastest way to get good at copywriting? You know, do you need some sales experience? Do you need to just write more? Do you need to go find an opportunity where volume is the critical factor in your success as a copywriter? Those things um, may be a little bit counterintuitive, but they are highly effective at helping you get good at copywriting. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. I will include a link to my book, The Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid. Uh, it's five bucks and it goes into a lot more detail about my story. But importantly, when I put it out, it was the first and only book that was specifically about the business of copywriting. And really, that's a that's a side like there's a lot of books about how to do copywriting. This is a book about the business of copywriting and how to be successful, how to get good clients. The link's in the description. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer in an upcoming episode, I'll make sure to include a link where you can do that as well. I'm Roy Furr, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'm here every day helping you increase your success as a copywriter, marketer, entrepreneur, and I will catch you again in tomorrow's episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.